This week we figure out how to sell 2 million copies of a game, but not with Kickstarter. That's apparently too damn stressful. Our riding may have us ending up in prison, so we'll cool down by walking down Allison Road to hop a hot air balloon and take an 80-day vacation. This and more on this episode of Indie Game Riot. This is Josh, and we are on episode 67 of the Indie Game Riot podcast. And uh, I have here with me Reverend da- 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 and Tekano, the, the non award winning filmmaker. Yeah. No, my film this year didn't do very good, but that's okay. I had a lot of would fun you, doing it. Would you like to explain to us what your week is like since you did that? Well, we'll, we'll lead into that. Okay. Look at that smooth yeah. transition. God, that was a decent segue. Yeah. 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 Who am I and what have I done with myself? Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> when did this show become professional? <laughs> uh, so what? Am I, am I telling yeah, my story? You. Yes, you. You just transitioned you. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, okay, hold on. There's something changing. Uh, no, so the last week on Thursday, I was given the criteria for our film. And the theme, which is, uh, is well, okay. The film fest is in its 10th year. So this was its 10th anniversary. So the criteria was binary opposites, one, zero. Okay. And so each team was given binary opposites. That is such a nerdy theme. It was weird. And we got, (laughs) (laughs) it gets better. And we got um, hero coward. Okay. Which like we had our, we had to rack our minds around. So like that week we wrote. So it was like the coward is a hero. No, we actually made a horror film where the hero who thinks he's a hero is actually a coward. And let me tell you, it is very okay. <laughs> having having seen a few films that I absolutely know are worse than ours today, I can say that it is very okay. I wouldn't say that it is bad. I was, but I had a lot of fun making it. I was in a college movie once, mm-hmm. and it was it was terrible. Oh, it no, wasn't because of me. It isn't okay. This film is don't don't look at me like that, Rev. It wasn't because of me. It, that was it was just all around bad. Anyway, this right. one, this one, I, I I didn't hate the writing, mind you. I wrote it and I didn't hate the edit, but I edited it. I didn't hate so. myself. I mean, it should have just been me, honestly. Actually, there. Actually, the only um. No, everything was great. Everybody was great. Everyone did an amazing job. We had a team of five, which uh, everybody basically pulled double duty because all of us had to be in the film because we had five characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we quickly tried to lower that cast that cast count so we can get somebody on a camera. So the first part of the film is us scrambling to kill the first person who dies just so we could get that person to hold the camera more. And that should, that should have been your... You, you could have Tarantinoed the shit well, and just shot I, someone in the face in the beginning and then had them not happen again until the end and then they, you discover why they just got shot in the uh, face. Yeah, I mean, I guess that makes sense. But, like... It was we had we had five people and we had to shoot everything on Friday because mm-hmm. we're losing one of our key actors, which we needed. And no, we could not kill him first because he can't hold a camera for shit. <laughs> huh? 
So we had to film everything on Friday, and then Saturday we sort of like like putzed around a little bit, didn't really do a whole lot of work, and uh, filmed the rest of what we needed to on Saturday, finished it up on Sunday, realized that we had an eight-minute film, which was two minutes longer than we were allowed to do, so I then proceeded to cut two minutes of film in this already trying to be slow-paced horror film all of a sudden it becomes a rushed thing i think it's funny that rev i can tell the kind of week he's had not to, yeah. not to skip to him but uh-huh. it's just <laughs> noticing that the kind of week he's had because every time someone says something like just even remotely stupid he goes <laughs> she's like I have to deal with this shit at work not here <laughs> it, it's it, it's been a week it's it has it definitely been a week so uh last week um uh by friday i had like my normal 40 hours of of time logged um and uh i've been informed that uh i, I might have mentioned this last week's show but we had that medical software that needed to be patched and updated uh, by the first, which was the weekend for an audit, and uh, wasn't going to get it done. But they gave us till Monday because you know that's when the audit's going to kick off. So uh, after the show last week, uh, I was up until eight o'clock in the morning patching this software, and then I slept until like three, and then started patching again because they were no longer going to be using that software. Uh, Pat was working all night long until probably around nine o'clock Sunday morning, slept for about three hours, got up and then patched again until 730 Monday morning. And I've just been on this constant cycle patching of this. It's still not fucking done. We've been working on this one update, like this one system for 115 hours since last Tuesday. (laughs) And it's still not. How much are they paying you? And this was supposed the company, to be done. I mean. This was supposed to be done. How many days ago? On the Monday. Like the company, yeah. like 115 hours. That's like a shit ton of money. Yeah. Being poured yeah. into this. So I've probably got another uh, 30 hours of work to do this weekend. Um, like I'm, I'm. Last week was 80 hours. Like I was at like 79.5 hours. Uh, this week I was at 55 hours Tuesday morning. Uh, or Wednesday morning. Uh, I'm currently at 78 hours, and uh, I have another 30 or so. I'm assuming uh, to do this weekend. So, so, so I figured out. I figured out your problem. All right, uh-huh. you have to train yourself to be able to do that stuff while you're asleep. Well, see, that was the thing. <laughs> like, the it, like it would be easy for this particular software. Unfortunately, like the whole thing was automated. It's literally I open up a program and, you know, it's like, come now. Why the hell aren't you doing this? Click on the click on the update button and it starts the process. You have to check it every five minutes because it could take 10 minutes to apply that patch or it could. Oh, God. You have 12 hours for one of them. So you have to constantly just click next. No, it's not even that. Like, it's just waiting for this thing to process, and then once it's done, it's like, hey, patches have been installed. We still see more patches that need to be done. Go ahead and run it oh, again. Oh, people so have been patching shit for, like, years. A year? Yeah. yeah for, for oh, like, no. So, so two days ago, we called the vendor of the software, and we're like, hey, 
what the fuck is going on? We've logged a hundred fucking hours on this, and it still has patches. And they log in, and they're like, oh, well, it looks pretty okay, you know? I mean, it, 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 you've got, like, three more patches to do. We've run the process seven times since then. And it's still finding more patches. So we called them up today and they're like, well, we only show that you guys have like two more to go. We're like, what the fuck? So Saturday. (laughs) Two more groups of patches. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So Saturday, um, they're actually going to be remoting in and I get to babysit them while they do the patching and everything. And, you know, at least you don't actually have to do anything except just be there. Well, I not even be there. I just have to. Well, you know what I mean. Just like, have to watch it remotely. Yeah. So, but so yeah, nice. like I was, I was, I would kick off a, a patch, and then like I'd just every five minutes, I'd have to go in and double check: is it still running? Yeah, it's still running. Okay, that's good. <sighs> that's like the monotony that 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 causes like people in call centers to kill themselves. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, yeah, I used to that, work in a call center. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so did I. Um, but then like tonight was, was not bad. Part of why I was late. We had a bunch of, uh, we had a bunch of prospective clients come over and, and do the, the hobnobbing. We had a bunch of wine and cheeses and meats and all of that fun stuff. Did you scare them away? No, no. Oh, I, I do actually, I do actually have a professional presentation that I can promote. However, uh, I don't you just like ran to through there with your dick out. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing I was wearing my Beyond Geek shirt and my work shirt over the top of that, but it was unbuttoned, and I'm wearing my ball cap, you know. So like I've got this guy that's sitting there in this like five piece suit that's like, oh, and how are you? I'm like, oh, not too bad. How about yourself? Oh, I'm so and so. I'm this you know decades long CPA that's been doing millions of dollars of work this year. And I was like, yeah, cool. I do systems administration. He's like, oh, so you work here? And I was like, yeah. Do you do anything but work here? Yeah, I do a show that I'm currently late to. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. So uh, that's great. So Josh, you should have you should have found like potential investors that could have fronted us some money. Oh yeah, there you go. Fronted us some money for what? <laughs> what do for we an do? office? Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, then you you'd have to come up here. Oh, uh, I I double checked my confirmation. Um, we are uh, I'm all set for my hotel for uh, Indiecade. So cool. And, uh, just arrive and not have to worry about uh, about travel. Uh, awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you every week. By the way, uh, the the shield has. <laughs> Fuck no. Oh god damn it! Because <laughs> next month starts, uh, you know. Yeah. Please yeah. allow one year for shipping outside of the United <laughs> States. No, no, no. This is just a bad year. Uh, I'll have it. Uh, um, That's true. You were like, you were employed when we had it. Yeah, yeah, I was. I just it was a bad year for scheduling and getting it done. I believe uh, it. Uh, fuck. I feel like the the fact that it's an awesome. Uh, thing will make up for it i, I hope so um remind me josh uh on the hold on let me check my calendar uh come now come now come now Do you still like program to send texts like after a certain date or is that like did they stop that in like 2000 well, they have like calendars on phones that you can have alert you yeah but i'm really bad at following that because my calendar is filled with work uh <laughs> so you just rem- ignore, ignore, ignore. <laughs> pretty much um remind me on the 16th 16th 
to do it. Uh, remind me next week during the show. And then <laughs> remind me the following morning, and I will get it done that morning. I can schedule a tweet. That's cool. You can schedule schedule it. like twenty of them. So it's like he's, he's <laughs> I'll spam up. the shit. He's like it's like bing 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 bing. Yeah, I'll I'll spam the shit out of your Twitter. I'm oh actually gonna make a note right now. That's the uh, that's the. <laughs> And my phone yeah. gets the my phone's more alerting on that than than anything else. Is, so. Exactly. All right. Okay. How about Look you? How was your week? Meta. Yeah, um, Josh. My week. Okay. Well, first of all, I want to say congr- uh, happy days to me. That upstairs dickhead is gone. Um, <gasps> I know. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, so is that. Uh, so apparently, possibly some old dude's gonna go up there next, uh, which is. Whatever, it's, as long as he's not having frat parties <laughs> and selling drugs, I don't give a crap. Or or uh, or uh, skating chairs. Yeah, <laughs> fucking bowling in his apartment. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. Um, apparently, he like broke a bunch of fucking walls and windows up there. They're like fixing it up fast. So there's still been no- noise, but I can't complain because they're just mm. doing what they need to do. Um, but anyway, there's that. Today, uh, freaking storm just blew through, and for like one minute at the beginning of the storm. Winds just went like like crazy around here, and uh, downed like thirty plus uh, different things around town, like trees, telephone poles, wires, all that sort of stuff. Freaking lot! I, I was I my wife, as I told you, got a new job, and I was driving her. Yeah. I was driving to go pick her up. And there's like a live wire on the side of the road, sparking and smoking, going crazy. Oh my fucking god! Stop lights are going out. And I'm like, there's a branch <laughs> in the middle of the road. I had to go. I was like, Jesus Christ! And it, the wind seriously was like, like maybe lasted a minute, and then after that was just rain. There was no wind. That was, I don't know what happened? Like, it was like the storm was just like, I'm gonna fuck you up first, and then like, ah! my, my hurricane. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was fun, and then. Uh, but the uh, really right now because of her working like it's a fucking hour commute, um, mm. all the way. Worth in, it. Well, it's better, much better pay um, mm-hmm. than what I was getting. So there's that. But the the gas is insane, and I know I'm talking to like Rev, who's like I commute like five hours a day. Um, but <laughs> I uh, but the gas is insane, and even with a better pay, it's it's still like a lot. Plus, at this point, we're kind of in that transition, so. You know how, like, when you start a job, you don't get paid for, like, two, oh, weeks, two yeah. to four weeks? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's not going to get paid until, like, the 23rd or something like that. Um, so that sucks. Uh, but basically, we're looking for an apartment now that's closer to that area. And Cool. That's stressful. Cool. Well, hopefully, I mean, because then you have to get, like, $1,400 together, you know what I mean, to pay for a security deposit and rent. And I just shut up, Rev. I know you live in shit. <laughs> I was going to say, you bastard. You live in Rape Your Wallet USA. Um, yeah. Oh, I had I'm, to get $1,400 for my Well, you first, also make $1,400 in like two days, so shut up. No, that's a, that's a two-week <laughs> thing for me. My, my, I'm, I'm salaried. My take-home is, is oh, after, that's right. after insurance and everything else, I, I, I'm bringing home about uh, the company. The company is about fucking 16. you so- well, fourteen hundred. You so hard that you're losing twenty one. After 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 everything that gets taken out, uh, even <laughs> if she was getting paid fourteen hundred is about how much. Fourteen to fifteen hundred is about how much we'd be taking home in a month. Um, gotcha. So it's it's hard to to get right. that. Um, but you know, good news, bad news. Not really bad news, but just 
stressful shit. News. Uh, you know what is talking about news? Oh yeah, talking. You know what is news? Uh, I was doing so good indie, with transitions. The indie news injection. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why then give yourself an indie news injection? Thanks, indie games. This week on Indie News Injection, the first thing we're going to talk about is a an interesting um, uh, prep. Uh, our, our auxiliary man, I'm just going to call him auxiliary man from now on, Okay, uh, had, had sent to me. And he actually sent to me because this is like a twofer one, uh, twofer, as as the uh, hillbillies like to call it, or rednecks or whatever. And <laughs> I don't know where that came from. A twofer. Um, that's what they call a tooth. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a weird it's a weird night uh so anyway he, he sent this to me and uh the first interesting thing is that fifth cell uh, which is the um the same dev company that made scribble knots oh yeah not a, not an indie studio until now they are crowdfunding a new uh a new ip original ip um, that is supposed to start uh, the crowdfunding campaign is supposed to start October 21st, 2015. So very soon. Um, but the other interesting part of it is that it is on a, uh, a site called fig fig.co. And um, from what I'm getting about this, and I'm bringing this up for maybe possible other um, comp- uh, other development studios is that, it's it's crowdfunding and it has like the same thing as Kickstarter's like for rewards and things like that. But they curate who is able to do the cool. campaigns. So Fifth Cell is what they're starting with, um, unless they've done other things. I just don't no, know. No, they've about. already done. Okay, well there you go. They're, oh yeah, yeah. They said the their first over eight hundred thousand. There you go. They did have a, a first campaign, um, but Fifth Cell is their next one. So uh, already successful apparently, according to them. Um, I don't know what because they don't have a whole lot of information as far as like what that was um that i could find and but anyway uh, i just thought it'd be interesting if other developers might uh who i guess it seems like this might be for like the bigger you know if like double fine was like you know what i kind of need a you know cool 1.5 million um Uh, yeah well uh actually you know they wouldn't be able to do that because tim schaefer's on the advisory board yeah 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 so yeah. the uh, the <laughs> chairman the chairman of IndieBox as well as an organizer for IndieCade, uh, Aaron is uh, Isaken. Wait, IndieBox uh, Tim- is on there. Yeah, yeah. he's the he's the chairman of IndieBox. He's on their advisory board. Uh, Tim Schaefer is also there. Uh, who else? Uh, Fergus Urquhart, uh, the CEO of Obsidian Entertainment. Interesting. Um, Alex Rigopoulos. Uh, is uh the co-founder oh co-founded harmonics um that's cool yeah neat and so they have people who know video games is basically what we're saying um and and indie video games yeah and indie video games so um just interesting i i don't think that your chances are going to be that high since it's so curated i feel like they run like one yeah (laughs) um but I mean, it is new, though. Maybe they will eventually yeah. expand to more campaigns, but it's still going to be heavily curated. Mm-hmm. But you never know your chances, especially if it's a really cool game. They might see it and be like, wow, this is pretty awesome. We should we should do this. For instance, I think our peep show for tonight 
would do well on this personally. Mm-hmm. And they are looking for the amount of money that they seem to be getting their their clients. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Something I, to keep I'm an eye on. I'm interested in. I'm, I'm signing up for their newsletter now. So. Yeah. Something to keep yeah. an eye on. Uh, another thing to keep an eye on is Steam reviews because yeah. now they're, they're, Steam reviews have come to question uh, specifically for two games uh, put out by Aldorea, Aldorelia Games, I guess, and <laughs> Rose Portal Games who were offering game codes for positive reviews of their game. Now let me, let me stop you right there and pose the question before okay. we even get into the rest of this. Uh, the the overarching like I think issue is okay. this because other than the other than the whole like being transparent about it okay. is giving codes uh, is for is giving codes yes. for positive reviews yes. a thing that should be allowed or is no, allowed or no okay. no it, a it's not allowed and b it shouldn't be allowed shouldn't it's not allowed be. on well Valve seems to be saying that they are allowing it as long as you say that it is that you've no. been giving this for, for no they're actually no, they, they removed is... every single review on both of those games because they can't tell which ones are real and which ones are fake okay this is a manipulation basically... of the user review system which we do not allow advertising laws in many countries right. require you to disclose any compensation for your review right so if you received anything from a publisher or developer in exchange for a re- user review please so say, say so in your review Right. That's what I'm saying. They, it seems like they from that. It seems like they are allowing it. Well, but here's the thing. They probably had to buy the game first. What? No, you you, you can don't you have to own, don't you have to own a game to not uh, to if to I'm if, if, you on it? if I give you a key if I tell you I will give you a key for a positive review I'm going to give you a key. Right, you know, but, but those positive reviews got keys. They didn't send keys to people for no. positive reviews. No. They, you sign up saying you'll give it a positive review and they'll give you a key. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Wait. Either either way, that's kind of like the whole. Uh, that was kind of like the whole issue with um, uh, Greenlight. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give you a key if you if you vote us on Greenlight. Exactly. Um, but this is a little bit worse because people seem to trust reviews more than you know. As far as Greenlight, it's like oh, it's just another thing to add to the, the shit to to wade through. But yeah. um, this is like legit, like like oh look, it's got really good reviews. Let's buy it. People are purchasing it because of reviews. Yeah, you know what I mean. This is a little bit more. So, but and not only that, but even people who don't read the reviews, all of a sudden you have a game with, let's say, ten reviews, and then you get five people coming in, and and the the ten reviews before were mixed. So you have five people coming in who are like, it's the best, it's the best, positive, positive, positive. It suddenly changes that mixed to slightly positive which right and and that and you know us being us yes we're still going to play a game even if it isn't the best reviewed or doesn't have the most positive thing like we we try to be in line with with stuff like that because we like good games too but we do spend a lot of time playing games that frankly a a lot of people don't like even amongst our even amongst each other it's like no i really fucking hated this game um but you know we still played it and i'm not gonna you know, I'm not going to sugarcoat my yep. stances on a game just because I got a press copy of it. And, and, and we've I, shown that <laughs> we, several times, we ha- several times. Mm. But, uh, you know, I think the I think the biggest thing is if you 
Like, I mean, I, I think it's honest. There, there's a way to there's a way to go about doing it and doing it properly. I think at this, this was not done properly. I think that I think that in this, I'm just keeping it to this particular situation. Okay. Um, it seems like Valve is okay with this happening as long as you make make sure you mention it in your review. Right. Um, that's what I'm getting from. That's what I'm getting from this post. The game to write a good review and then get the game. Now, on that's the developer side, of, on, well, that's it's all opinion and, and that's true. subjective. That's yeah. But on the developer side of this, I will say that if anyone was considering doing this, even it, even if people are being transparent about it, it doesn't look good on your game. Um, if people go through and all the reviews are saying, I got a free thing for a positive review. I got a free thing for a positive review. Well, okay. Well, all those reviews are now out the window. People aren't going to trust it anymore. Isn't that kind of like buying, you know what I mean? Buying votes. Like what's the point? Well, and that's, and we talked about this, you know, uh, Peter soft in, in chat, you know, mentions he is, is gay was greenlit. Um, but we, we've talked about other people that have gotten greenlit by buying the votes and, and it's, like your game could it's be a, legitimately it's shark, good. It's, it's a Shark Tank, like, and I think this is part of the pro. Like we're we're coming at it from a, a an ethical point of view, where it's like, look, your game needs well, to be able to stand on its own two feet. You're show you're showing you're showing lack of uh lack of confidence in your game if you're buying reviews. You know what yeah. I mean? It's why mm-hmm. just if it's if it's good, then it's going to be good, and people aren't going to. And 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 that exactly. Not only that, but if if it's like if it's a game that's good that's trying to buy reviews that's one thing but if it's a game that's like really bad trying to buy reviews no well, that's, but the, what i'm no, saying is even if it's even good. if it's even if it is a good uh, yeah, game yeah that's true even that's, if it is well, even if even if it is the next <laughs> shovel knight or the next you know chroma squad i don't give a shit you that's don't true. well i wasn't like, you, if if you subvert the whole rating system and the whole reviewing system, it defeats yep. the purpose. It does. It completely, and and then how do you how how does I don't know. Sorry, I'm tired. I, I think so, that we're all in agreement that it is. It's bad. A wrong. It. It's wrong, morally. Yeah. And uh, from a consumer standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, you know, it, it's not I illegal. It, as long it, as you as long as you mention it in your review, which if you don't, that is illegal. By the way, in most countries, in most mm-hmm. countries, um, you know, see, and I, for, for me, I make it clear. I, I reach out to a lot of developers, a lot and, of publishers and, yep. and go like, Hey, I would, I would love to grab some press keys of, of your game. You know, I'm not going to tell you that we're going to be favorable for it. I'm not going to tell you feature. that we're even going yeah. to feature it, but yeah. I want to, I like what I see and I wouldn't mind featuring it. If what I see in game is, is worthwhile. And, and I make that every email that I send out is, is very clear about that. It is like, look, I, I have my beliefs on what a good game is. I will definitely, you know, if you want feedback from me on that, I will give you feedback. But, you know, my opinion on somebody's game is not for sale for the game. Personally. Or or, or money or anything. Personally, what I'd like to see, because even though it's legal as long as you put the thing in your review saying that, you know, the disclaimer, even though that's legal, what I would like to see is Valve, since they are an independent company they can do whatever they want they can do whatever rules they want to impose so they don't have to accept your your disclaimer what i would like to see is if this is happening is some sort of consequence personally 
That's what just my yeah. personal opinion. I would like to see if if people are if they find out this is happening, maybe a consequence to the dev or maybe a, a, a ban of, for a certain amount of time for people reviewing on games who who do this. Uh, even though it's not really their fault, to be honest. I mean, they're given a free game. Not, not the, not the, not the. Well, yeah, it kind of is. Kind of. I mean, they're, they're the they ones make, that they do the make the choice. Change in their, in yeah. their, in their ethical. And, and I do believe that that is against the the policy that Steam has. You know, I honestly, I didn't read the in, in this particular situation, I would be okay with saying, okay, not only, uh, not not only have you done this, so we're removing all of the reviews of this game. I would remove the game itself. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's a little. No, no, I don't. No, like if if you, all you're doing is giving them a slap a slap on the wrist and saying, hey, everybody, um, you guys can well, maybe maybe the shame right? of being called out. No, not, no, shaming is just. Oh, that's true. Because yeah. now we've heard about it. Now we've heard about it. Nobody, nobody cares. What about it, a monetary? It, what about a monetary like a fine? A fine by kicking their game off of Steam. That's a great idea. Oh, for a certain amount of time, maybe. Maybe sure. locking it down for a certain yeah. amount of time, or make yeah. them force them to to resubmit it. They still they have to pay for another yeah pay for another yeah. resubmission. Bam, there you go. Well, those are suggestions for you, Steam, because we know you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, and if you want any, if you want like awesome suggestions, you might want to go over to the guys who have developed Ark Survival Evolved, because no. they're absolutely oh. killing it. I think we're on the wrong. Not that's no. not the right one yet. No, that's the yeah. right one. Oh, it is. It is. Right it is. One, I have Josh. it out of order. It's my fault. Yeah. I had such a good transition, Shut up. and you screwed it up. <laughs> <laughs> Payback's Ark, a bitch. Ark Survival Evolved, a game that uh, we reviewed a few weeks, uh, maybe two months Once, ago. year, something uh, like that. It's and it, it is a very good game, uh, as long as you have a good computer to run it on. Uh, nice. But they are selling, they have already sold two million units. Jesus, they're doing And they're putting out Halloween they've been, updates. They've been the top seller on Steam for I don't know how yeah. fucking long. I, and, they and might I, have been knocked off for like a couple of weeks because of Fallout 4 pre, pre-sales, yeah. um, uh, pre-purchase, I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, but they've been in like the top five f- since they released. Okay. It's, it's insane. I need to be honest here. I don't, uh, like, are the, are the amount of people who bought it and the amount of people who still play it equal at all? Because I will say that I I played I played a bunch of hours on it, but I burn out. Super well, a lot of there is a uh, you can do a local game too. It doesn't true. have to be. Uh, I have I I, no, I know amongst my amongst my sword fighting friends, I know of at least fifteen people that play the game. Okay, and and, and talk yeah. about it on a regular basis. Hey, we're jumping into Ark. Let's get a Skype group together. Okay, you know? all right. So maybe that's just me. Anyway, something must be working because they're making, they're making, they're rolling in the cash and they're rolling out uh, new updates. Uh, I'm the new updates is a Halloween update. Yeah, with uh, more biome specific dinosaurs, uh, more underwater creatures. Apparently, like what they're saying. Uh, So yeah, and and Ark's been really good at updating. Like every single time I turn Steam on, Ark has an update. Uh, Basically. (laughs) Basically, the update. I mean, they're still in early access, so they should be yeah. updating constantly. They should, um, yeah, but it's consistent. But the, basically, the update for Halloween is an actual expansion called Arc Fear Evolved, um, mm-hmm. and it will basically. There's a little screenshot that uh, you guys won't be able to see, but there's uh, if you click the link that's. I'll put it in the live chat for anyone interested. Um, if you click the link that's in the description for those of you listening to the recorded version, uh, you'll see the screenshot of. Uh, like a skeleton uh, T-Rex. Oh my god! I, I think it's a Velociraptor for that one. 
That's um, a little bit oh, okay. It's like a, a zombie saber tooth tiger and some sort of bird dinosaur. Mutant. There's some bats. Thing. Yeah. So you can tame one of those dinosaurs and ride them, and they cool. can be your pet. And uh, cool stuff. Good job, guys at Art Keep up the oh, good yeah, work. No, they just Definitely. said they just said you can only tame one of the creatures in the screenshot, and they don't. They haven't announced which one it is. Oh. oh. Uh, it's a. It's a. Get your. Get your I'm tape. personally kind of hoping for that. I mean, they say they're hoping for the skeletal T-Rex, which, by the way, I don't. I think would it's want a the zombies. I would want the, yeah. the saber tooth. I yeah. want the saber tooth personally. Yep. That's what. But anyway. Anyway. Uh, now. Come now on an adventure. Uh, the stress after having been successfully kickstarted. Um, I, I don't know if you recall. Uh, there was that that little game. We we talked about it. I think. I don't know if we featured it. I don't we think talk- we talked about it. It's just yeah. Well, we. Uh, you know, you yeah. know what I mean. We didn't feature it. Yeah. Is what I'm yeah, it's exactly what I said. Shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, Elysian Shadows, the, the 2D RPG, um, was kickstarted uh, for PC, mobile, Ouya, and the Dreamcast. And, uh, Who does the, Dreamcast the, anymore? It's weird. Right? Who still has one of those? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, everybody that bought one because they're amazing consoles. God. Um, Falco, uh, Falco, one of the, the developers... Uh, apparently it ran into a bit of a problem. Um, one of the team members took his year's salary from the almost $200,000 that they raised on Kickstarter and then just kind of disappeared. Like, didn't do any of the work. How much did they raise? Does it say how much they raised? $185,322. No, how much they raised? Oh, oh, f- that's how much they took from that. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was their yearly salary because I was like, that's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, they they made almost two hundred thousand dollars on Kickstarter, and they took their salary out they of that. They took their salary out of that, gotcha. and then didn't do any of the work. And now this guy's got the ass end of the stick, trying to to take care of this. Now there is there is some question as to whether or not it's just satire, um, or you know if it's uh, if it's a legitimate rant, because you know it is part of a it's part of a series called the Misadventures in Game Development, which is a spinoff side series of the adventures in game development which is a comedy satire self-loathing sarcasm you know self-deprecating mix um well kudos on him for getting publicity hey you know either either way this even if this is fake i think it's not bad publicity at all so i just said i think it's great exactly yeah. no I, I totally. which is exactly what i just said uh <laughs> army great bastard. yeah i w- <laughs> i have i find it hard to believe that like peter sauce being sarcastic in a chat but uh, I find, like, I agree. I find it hard to believe that they would just be like, "Here's money, do your work." No, there's like a contract involved. I would imagine. Oh, I'm I'm sure there are there are ways that they can go about recouping that from the person. Um, but I mean, there's also there's also the is, fact that he has to do all the other work. Exactly. Yeah, there. He, I guess, I mean, there's I that feel, stress, and like then that's the, on top of that, you would have bigger, to go through legal avenues, which is also stressful, and, which is yeah. also going to cost money. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, okay. Good. I'm I'm signed up for that fake yeah. newsletter. Um, <laughs> I just got the email for it. Uh, so you know, yeah. It, it, we know from the outside because we're not game developers yeah. uh, but we're friends with enough game developers that we understand there's a lot of stress in developing games and even more so I think when you're putting yourself into the crowdfunding situation which kind of leads us into our topic of fulfilling said kickstarters um, 
because a, a lot of Kickstarters are failing. Um, mm-hmm. Some of that is unrealistic expectations on the part of the development team. Some of this is unrealistic expectations on the part of the people that are, uh, you know, going to back things. Mm-hmm. Some of it is just a really poorly put together campaign. Uh, there, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, and I can definitely see it being stressed. Uh, on several... top of the fact that what if your game actually gets funded? Well, that, and right? that's where that's where that kind of leads in from what Elysian Shadows had was that after the game is funded, I mean the the campaign in itself is all, is stressful enough. Mm-hmm. After the game is funded, it becomes a whole other issue because you have a whole lot of obligations to fulfill. What are you smiling right. at? Moving on. Keep going. What do you? Because I took it over from you. Keep going. All right. Because you have Don't. a lot of obligations for, to fulfill. Hey. I'm just trying to keep him moving on. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh. Now I'm lost. Let's move on. <laughs> Whatever. It's not <laughs> You guys are douche. No, I'm done. No, yeah. I'm just, I'm having fun. Okay, so. Uh, shield. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what, this? Oh, oh, I see. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are horrible. Yeah, uh, I get it. <laughs> so, you know, okay, A, you, not only do you have the, the game that is now crowdsourced and, and or crowdfunded and and mm-hmm. moving forward that you have to put time and effort in but you also have the rewards for it and a lot of people are leaning towards a lot of the uh, a, a lot of physical rewards because hey everybody likes having the collector set everybody likes having the the legendary halo 2 in the tin box and the you know the statue and, and all of that fun stuff um, so that can that can help draw people in but it at the same time that causes additional stresses and now that we've got you know even more so since we have the uh, we we have now the the case law precedent mm-hmm. of um, you know being held liable for those rewards, right. like that that could be a lot yeah. of stress on that. So, so what are some what are some tips uh, or you know some advice right. that we would give? Even though I mean we did I, run an Indiegogo, um, yeah, but we did our goal. Here's the uh, here's the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Have the logistics of all of it figured out before you write it down. Like before you put it on the page, be like, okay, here are the avenues we're going to take. If uh, you know somebody orders in Canada or Mexico, or here's what we're going to do for you know sourcing this and getting enough of these by this date, and what date can we say we can get them by before we launch? It's like you say that you're going to get a game out to somebody. Right. And then you give them a, a relative, you know, date. And you understand that date because you're, you're developing developer. the game. You don't know off the top of your head how long it's going to take for you to get a shirt printed in certain amounts, get it shipped to you, you handle all the shipping. Well, I think in that case it might be better. For that. The, the, the solution to that would just be overestimate the amount of time it takes. I, also, just to um, – I want to keep this to, um, keep, like, maybe tips for devs from our point of view yeah. for oh, the I Kickstarter. Am. But I want to – I know. But I want to point out what Pedrosoft is saying in the, in the chat because it's actually kind of a decent idea um, to kind of solve the whole issue of people, like, taking the money and running, like, we saw mm. what you mentioned at uh, court precedent. Yeah. Um, is what if they, like, 
what if they won, you know, or, or what if they got however much money, like fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and then they every month only a certain percentage of that would be released to them. Um, yeah. and like maybe it'd be held in an escrow. And I, now mm. I know that I know one problem that crops up with that, but it's, it's still kind of a good idea to go it's down a, the avenue. Yeah. One then, problem then crops what you up. Do, then what you do is you make sure to register as a company there, an employee, and then you have a. But one card. one company that props up with that, or one uh, problem that props up. God damn it, props tech up crops with. up with that is <laughs> that uh, say fifty thousand dollars they release five thousand dollars every month. Mm-hmm. What if they what if they actually need more than that? Right. Do, maybe yeah. then there would be like an approval process or something like that. But you know, it's it's still a good idea to go with. So yeah. I just thought I'd mention that. Anyway, make go sure back to just have that. everything have everything written down. You know, being like, okay, you're going to be paid the sum of this over the course of X months in uh, amounts ranging from zero to zero. Sign here. Yeah. So uh, go back to what Rob was going to say. So my 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 first my 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 first and biggest suggestion is keep it digital or or mostly digital. Yeah. And keep it within scope keep it to being something that you're going to be doing in the process of well that's adding it adding and adding adding in a new character based on a backer that does 150 dollars you're already making 150 characters yeah so you've got obviously you have or the script down it's do not what be uh do what dean did for vidar and be like hey i want to add some backstory uh, if you pledge 60 dollars, you'll be you can send what? me an epitaph honestly his work is done yeah honestly though (laughs) honestly that's like some of the some of the best rewards is being able to be a part of the game so and and, and it makes easier it's just kind of it's a like a win-win situation if you do it or or you know uh this was the suggestion that we made to uh to avalon lords was you know have a lifetime uh membership to their mmo yeah. Yep. Like, like, there's, there's all sorts of things that you can and those do. Are things, like, and those are the things that you can exclusively keep to Kickstarter. Exactly. That will also keep people. And, and those are like things like, hey, you know, oh, I get a lifetime subscription to this thing. I can only get it here. It's a lot of money, but I think I'm going to do that because I actually want. You know, it's a. It, you're saving money in the long run. Right. Exactly. And, and so, you know, it, it's there. there there's. If your rewards are in scope of the actual game development, yeah. you're, I, I think, and this is this is from my time doing a lot of project management and, and yeah. stuff like that as well. If it's already in the scope of what you're doing, it's so much easier. If somebody comes up to you and says, "Hey, I know you're a game developer, um, and and you know, as one of the rewards, I want a home cooked five course gourmet meal." Like, you, you know what I'm saying? It, yeah. Like, how is this going to benefit me? And and if you come up to me as a systems administrator, if you've contracted me for a $150,000 contract to do your virtualization infrastructure, and you say, hey, in addition to configuring, you know, this base image for these servers, could you do one that's just slightly different? Yeah, that's five minutes of my time. Yeah. That's not a difficult thing. I'm probably not even going to charge you additionally for that because it's literally check a couple of different boxes and then copy that and go. And then as soon as you add something to your Kickstarter, they're like like Susan from HR is like, um, look, uh, could you come up here? We have uh, we have somebody who's really unruly, and I need you to reason with him. Yeah. <laughs> right? So I it's think like- I, I think the I think the. Uh, that's a really good idea is to try and keep everything yeah. more digital and within and, scope and in within your project itself. yeah 
Yeah. The, uh, the one thing, though, that I think is stressful no matter what, it, there's nothing that you can really do about it, um, is the game itself. That's what you yep. really have to deliver on. Mm-hmm. And or the product. Especially if you it's, don't give a freaking release date. Unless as much you as we guarantee, yeah. no. If, you're, if you are, if you if if you're doing the Kickstarter, so that don't you put can that pressure on say fall then, or no, not even late. fall. <laughs> not, <laughs> like I, my my suggestion would be if it's if done when it's done. Probably, probably. If if if, if, if oh. you are. We, well, the thing is, you want you do want to give some sort of time frame because people are going to be like, four years have gone by. I paid money into this. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I do freak is asking in the uh, chat, would people even back with no date? And that's it my worry. Where it's at, it depends on where it's at, and that leads. Is there to a demo? Is yeah, I don't know. There, there are some done. games where I've looked at them like I'm really excited, and they're like, yeah, it's going to ship to you in 2017. I'm like, never mind. Yeah. And to me, that would have better. But here's my, my second point is go into Kickstarter, go into the crowdfunding. And obviously, this isn't going to apply to every dev out there. This isn't going to apply to every backer out there. But me, if you want me to back your game, you need to be basically done with it. Like, I'm OK. I'm OK taking. I'm OK. Like, hey, I'm there I'm, needs to be plenty to show. And. And it's then, not even plenty to show. It's it's. I'm already here. Like if you're if you're using it for the publishing and to do the final touches, and you know you really really wanted to get voice actors for the game, but you couldn't do it. So right now it's you doing all of the voice acting, and you think it would be better, and you have that concrete goal, and that's really the only thing holding it back. Go for it then. I would totally back that if you came up to me and said, "Hey, let's you know this is all it is. I need I need ten thousand dollars for voice acting and some." musical changes the game is basically done i think you know, if, i think if, maybe I, mean, I think maybe it's not a good idea to have a, even a kickstarter unless you're within a year of of finishing that's my uh, and that's say, my I opinion say, i would say two i would say two years two is still pushing pretty long and i know some people like rev said he wouldn't mind if it was 2017 some people are more patient me i'm like i just put mm-hmm. like 50 bucks into this you know i could spend that on my on my electric bill um, but, that's true. But here's here here's the thing: you can't guarantee that that's going to happen. Mm, I, yeah, I do enough project work, I know, and yeah. I don't do the coding and have to worry about physics engines and and story and, and art is, and is all it, of is that. Is it better to release at a later date or uh, say you were going to release at an earlier date and still release you know it at what? a later date? You know what? As long as I think no, the number one thing is updates. Do? You do you do it what the way that Bungie does. You you want my oh, undying God. love as a developer. You do exactly what Bungie does. The game will be out oh, when it's Bungie. out. Oh. Hey, you know what? Knock them. They've got a lot of good going for them. But their philosophy is the game will be done when it is done. And when we announce that there is a date, it is because. <sighs> well, that's what the done. Duke Nukem forever. Oh, shut up. <sighs> <laughs> that's it. That, but the the developers of The Witcher, not to bring AAA into this, but the developers of, they are actually kind of indie. Actually, now that I think about yeah, it, yeah, they're kind of um, the the developers of The Witcher <laughs> are doing the same. They have a, a some sort of sci-fi steampunk game that they're coming out with that's supposed to be like way bigger than The Witcher, and that's saying something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, it's going to be done when it's done. Yeah, the, as long as you're hype. keeping <laughs> as long as you're keeping your fans and especially the people that have supported you, if you're doing a Kickstarter. As long as you're not keeping them in the dark, people usually don't mind waiting. That's why I've seen. I I have keep, no problem. Keep waiting. them up to date. Yeah, yeah. If, if, if we'll we'll use we'll we'll use our good friend Jay for example. 
you know, Dropsy is an amazing game. If I had backed that, um, you know, I would have no problem because his Kickstarter was in 2013 and it came out September of 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people were like, oh, hey, yeah, I remembered I backed that. I was wondering if it was ever going to be released. Like a lot of people just it, it's one of those things that, that you do and kind of forget about. But Jay was keeping on top of things and was letting mm-hmm. people know, hey, this is what we're working on. He was interacting with his right. with his intended audience. As long as you have that Updates. kind of interaction, it doesn't matter if your game is, you know, hey, I'm already here for most people. Me, I'm I'm a Kamrajin, so you know I would prefer a closer date for that. But if you come and you have a fantastic goal and you've already got exemplary work behind you, and you know you say, "Hey, I'm looking for money for this," yeah, I have no problem waiting till 2025 to see the results of that. <laughs> Update updates on Kickstarter, updates in email, up, uh, yeah. keep in contact Do on Twitter, streams. all that, Dear all God, that sort of stuff. Do yeah, streams. streams. Uh, but you know, speaking of updates, uh, our next developer in our Southern Riot segment. Ah. They uh they, they are updated, experts. They updated, they're done updating. They're they are, not, not no they're not, but they're they're experts at updating. So we're gonna go ahead yeah. and move on to starting the riot. And this week on Starting the Riot we have a game that has finally come out of early access. And there were a few times where I was following this game, and I was like, yeah, they're, they're, they're stuck in development hell. They're never going to come out of early access. And this was sort of the vibe that this game was giving. I don't know. But they kept the updates going, and they finally released the definitive 1.0 version. That game yeah. is Prison Architect, which is a game that I feel like we've talked about before. We have not. I'm telling which you right now. Which is why we're talking about it now. <laughs> uh, you are uh, basically contracted to build a prison, and you have you're given like a certain amount of money and a certain amount of workers and some items to start out to start building your prison. And you have a clock up top that says you're getting new prisoners in a certain amount of time. Go. So you have to build a safe prison and buy more things and have an ingest and build different buildings with different requirements for the, for the buildings or rooms rather. So you have to build communal cells and shower room and a mess hall. And they all have to have specific, items in them that you unlock and research uh, in the research tree that you can go through, uh, which it also has a research tree. And the the, all, the the prisoner AI is is really great because they'll be doing something, you know, whatever, and then the two of them will be fighting and then the cops will break them up and you need a med bay to put the guy in a med bay, but you can't put him in solitary confinement because you don't have a solitary confinement room yet. And it's just a lot of this and it starts out small and it gets really big and people like put so much effort into like planning their prisons now now previously in in the news uh, segment we were talking about updates and everything like that and i mentioned yeah. these uh, i mentioned introversion software who are the developers of the game mm-hmm. um or experts at updates these guys since i don't know if they did an alpha i'm not sure uh but through beta at least yeah um every month at the end of the month every single month they came out with an update for this game um, yeah. And it was always like good updates too. Um, there were now. Pro- I need to. I need to ask for clarification. Do you mean an update to the game or an update about the game? Update to the game. 
okay. and about yeah. the game. Because what they would do is they would they would develop these updates, release it, yeah. and as soon as they release it, they'd come out with like a thirty to forty minute video uh, covering all the changes that they made. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, they just like a YouTube video that covering all the changes that they made. And by the way, they're actually kind of entertaining when they are talking about this. So <laughs> yeah. good on those guys. Um, it's, it's really, it, it's also really just a great game. Like there's so much more you, depth you, to it than just, oh, you're building a prison. Like you can click on every single prisoner, see what they're in for, see their weight and height and their demeanor and all this stuff. Like it's, it's so cool. And you, you can build whatever you want. Like you can build a, a prison. Like this is right up Rev's alley. You can literally build a prison that's just a giant dick. You can. If you if you can make yeah. it work, you can well, make some it of work. The, there's a really cool uh, there's a really cool workshop community, uh, Steam Workshop yep. community around it where they make these crazy prisons, like super efficient, super huge. Um, there's also some a modding community around it because they it's uh, they release the code and everything like that. Um, the and you mentioned like fighting that was one of the more recent. Uh, I mean they fought in older versions, but some one of the more yeah. recent updates was. Uh, that they there there would be gang riots or gang fights, mm, yeah, and they uh-huh. would like assassinate each other, which is crazy to me. And one thing I want to point out too is that when they released 1.0, they surprised everyone with some huge updates that they put out. No one was expecting. They they made yeah. a campaign, which mm-hmm. no one was expecting. Uh, I ever thought it was just going to be like a tutorial uh, expansion, but they made. I mean, it is part of a tutorial, but they made a full blown campaign, like story and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they added an escape mode. Uh, if you remember the escapist, it's kind of like that where yeah. you can yeah. do community prisons or a randomly generated one and you have to try and escape from it. <laughs> I haven't tried awesome. that yet, but that's cool because that's not even like that's not even the same game. That's a completely yeah. different game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is basically the level editor for that game. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, it, it's just amazing what you can do with this game. And then, uh, the like you said, you mentioned the AI. There were yep. some there were some issues, but they, they, they bashed those issues um, while developing in beta uh, with the AIs. Because yeah. some of it was kind of wonky and there were certain yeah, things. Yeah, like your were... guards would, would walk in weird places. Yeah. And, but yeah. they, they did a really good job of, of making it polished and, and, and putting out all these extra. Yeah. They... They have an the obvious plays so well. They have an obvious so passion good. for this because yeah. of how much they put out and put into this. And they, mm-hmm. like towards the end, the guy who like did most of the the developing developing, um, he you could he even admitted like in the game like he was getting depressed and he was like so much work and and all this stuff. Even though they were so close to release, they they had an mm-hmm. idea that they wanted to release in October, but they like he was just like man, this is it, it wears on you. Yeah. Um, but he he actually uh he kept up with it and the guy obviously has you know a huge like a passion for this and and he he knew what he wanted to do mm-hmm. so i don't know i just i appreciate that yeah um i appreciate it, that it looks so sexy fun. it's awesome it's seriously awesome this is and, like, and and I'm pretty sure that they're going to continue updates. Maybe not monthly like they were, because you know, have mm-hmm. a freaking break, guys. But there's so much expandability <laughs> but, in this game. But I think I would imagine that they're going to go like Minecraftish and and start just you know pushing out different updates every time they have something big and everything like that. Not yeah. to mention the mod community is, it puts out their stuff. So I mean, it's it's a complete game and then some, and yeah. they're going to continue to put on top of it. And, and all of that for the low, low price of $30. Hundreds of thousands of people have bought this game. Um, but I still know, and the reason, because usually we, we try not to, to feature games that have a whole lot of publicity already because they don't really yeah. need it. But, but this one, I know plenty of people that don't know about this game. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
which is why, I was, and plus it's just on top of the fact that I think they deserve it because it's an amazing game. Um, it's also, I, I will add, you said low, low price of $30. It's currently, and I disagree with doing this because, you know. nineteen 
whatever his name is, Del Toro, Del Toro. Uh, with uh, Hideo Kojima, we're going to do, and then that fell through. Um, a lot of people are calling this the spiritual successor. I don't know if it actually is, because this guy actually contacted me well before PT was a, like a popular thing. Uh-huh. So, um, and this is like way before he had anything. Now they have this... Uh, it's a prototype uh, gameplay, and I don't think I don't know if this what you're seeing here is actual, actually part of the game. I don't think it is. It's just a, uh, a kind of like what PT was, yeah, um, a technical. But it's still experiment. within that kind of world and the, and the thing like that. And yes, Dufreak in the chat, it does look fucking good. It's beautiful. These guys know what they're doing, and yeah. this is why part of the reason that I'm okay with uh, how much they're asking for on their Kickstarter. This looks great. They're asking for three hundred eighty-eight thousand two hundred eighty-one, which is obviously um, a, a lot uh, of money. It's a lot of money, but it's being converted from uh, pounds, I think. Yeah, it's British pounds. I was. It looks like an e to me, like a back, like so. I think euros, but I think it's pounds. So pounds. Um, they currently are at two hundred eleven thousand six hundred eighty-one with eleven days to go. So they got time for the uh, the the speed that they're going at. Yeah. Um, this game is, like, shit-in-your-pants scary. I've seen the gameplay of this, like, the full gameplay of what you're watching. Um, it It's... Even in just this prototype, they know how to pace things, and they know how... Uh, they know how to work ambience. Like, the, the audio in this, it obviously looks beautiful, but the audio in this... Look at the shadows on this thing. That's, that's yeah. just off-putting in the first place. And you know what I mean? It's the whole thing... Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, I can't even get over the fact that... It, just how good this looks. Um, yeah. So, they also, by the way, uh, speaking of how good this looks, they're going to put it, they're making it uh, Oculus Rift compatible. Yeah. Oh, my so God. So, you can put yourself in the game, because who doesn't want to do that? <laughs> like, you, you know, I would never, I would never do that. I would never. I don't know that. if I could handle that. I'm going to no, be no, honest. You like, said that, and the chills ran screen, down my spine. A screen is yeah. strapped to your face. The only way you can get it off is by closing your eyes and hoping. That's like the definition. Uh, of I've like, seen I've seen people like play even just like the shitty, uh, uh, shitty like old, not old but um, quick games that are on there that are in like the low uh, yeah. low def or whatever, and they <laughs> even then even then they're like throwing the mask off their face. You know what I mean? I hope they build those things like solidly because that's what's going to happen a lot. Yeah. As as Prep says in chat, you want to shit your pants, not figuratively. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Like I'm getting, I'm 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 actually I, I'm rewatching the the trailer on the Kickstarter up at the top, and I'm getting goosebumps and chills and, and not look, doing well, and I don't have audio or anything. Like I'm just watching that, and yeah. it, it, ugh, let alone an Oculus. Like I've got chills running up and down my spine. Look I'm, how interactive this environment is, too. By the way, and there's puzzles that you have to solve. Um, well, there's like no, nah, it's not like puzzle puzzles, but it's. Like okay, I gotta find this thing to get into this door, that sort of thing. Isn't um, that like the definition of the adventure game that people wanted back in the like late nineties? Like make what? it make it three D and make it awesome. Like mist on steroids. Kinda, I guess. <laughs> but, Except terrifying. I mean, this, I mean, this is this is what Silent Hills was going to be, and they're doing it indie style, and it's you can't even tell it's one, indie. One, this one looks thing that I will say is that uh, watching the footage that's playing right now, um, it. It looks better than than PT. And if you haven't yet, click on the link. Uh, those of you in the live stream that I put in the chat and uh, uh, those of you in the recorded version, click the link below and look at some of the fucking stills that they have. Of uh, Oh, the art in this game is amazing. Have you seen the girl, the oh bondage girl? Oh, my God. Girl? I don't even... 
Ugh. Have you yeah, seen the bondage girl? Yeah, showed her the, in one of the videos. Oh, uh, 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 no, look at the close-up. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. I know you'd yeah. be, you I I know you and you're probably slightly turned on yet at the same time horrified. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like that's <laughs> very that is very cool binding. Um but uh wow, that's detailed and horrific. That's, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I I'm going to practice. These that. again talking about passion. <laughs> talking about passion. Yeah. Uh they're I really mean, going above and beyond to making this game fucked yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, you can uh, you can back it for uh, anywhere from where is it uh, eight dollars, which is a special thanks on their set, on their website, all the way to uh, seven thousand seven hundred sixty six dollars, which gets you a uh, you get to be part of the uh, game launch. Uh, you can go to the UK to an isolated location and be one of the first people on the planet to play the full oh final version of the game. Um, the, uh, I, I, I do want to give them a, a, some credit on this. I, I like their budgetary breakdown. Um, there's for, so for much information in this, in this damn Kickstarter. This is how this, you do a Kickstarter, son. This is a, this is a good Kickstarter campaign. Um, 60% for development of code design and, and art, uh, 10% for taxes, 8% for the rewards fulfillment, 5% for legal and, um, you know, office Website upkeep, costs. et cetera. 5% for the Kickstarter fees, 4% for payment processing, 5% for audio music, which I assume means they've already got most of the audio music done. And I then something about that and then they've got and this is the one this right here is what sells me on this like enough that even though i'm never going to play this game i'm seriously considering kicking it myself is uh they're setting aside a dedicated amount three percent for q a and polish nice that's cool yeah as they should i mean they these guys are taking it seriously they know what the fuck they're doing um and we talked about dates they have it uh they're saying that this their their plan is to have it ready to ship on PC by the end of 2016. Um, That's kind of ambitious. Well, it's I mean, I think they've been they've been working on this for a while. Like I said, they yeah. they, they they emailed me way back, yeah. um, like when we first started, and wow. um, yeah, like I said, they didn't have really anything then, and now they already have a, a playable teaser demo thing, mm-hmm. um, and they're also putting on PC Mac analytics. And they're also playing to do console uh, for possibly for stretch goals, I think it is. And let's see what else they have planned. Um, PS4, Xbox One. I just... Oh, there we go. Stretch goals. Um, yeah. Things are a little bit hard to find. <laughs> well, it's because it's got a wealth oh, of information. Stretch goals, yeah. 200... So they're asking for um, how much? How many euros is it? That's uh, pounds. Or pounds, I mean, whatever. How many? It was two hundred fifty uh, pounds, two hundred fifty thousand pounds. Uh, so the initial is to ship it on PC, and then their stretch goal, if they get to three hundred thousand, is to put it on Mac and Linux, and then three hundred seventy-five thousand, they will get it professionally translated, um, in French, German, Spanish, Italian, uh, subtitles, plus two extra langu- languages voted by the backers on their Kickstarter. I oh, am great. so going to. We should do this and make one of the languages Swahili. Klingon. And- Bushman. Cling, yes, Klingon. <laughs> no, I like this. Klingon. <laughs> that would be terror. No, you know that would make it absolutely terrifying. You, you're like, oh, Klingon. You turn it on and like all the things are happening and it's like, it's like, and you're just like, ah, that's even scarier. <laughs> the radio is spewing nonsense. 
What is this world? Uh, <laughs> I am so excited for this game. I can't wait till 2006. That's going to be a good year for. Oh, this they yeah. these guys are going to make it big. I'm I'm so happy. For, I I hope they get to the 388 281. Go back them now if you haven't anything at all. Please help them. Yeah, uh, it's get awesome to this because they they deserve it. it looks fantastic. Who, um, who's who's the maker of this? Lilith. Lilith. And by the way, I don't know. But maybe it's just because I've been watching too much uh, Supernatural, but I feel like that's a Supernatural reference. I don't know. I was going to say it was a Borderlands reference. Like, <laughs> Well, just saying that this is a scary game, you know, Supernatural made more sense to me. Yeah, but I mean... Prep is, saying, a... Prep is saying biblical. Yeah. I could see that. I don't know. The Lilith thing? Yeah, is Lilith that's where a, it came from. Is that in the Bible? Yeah. Lilith yeah. came before Eve. What? Yeah. I'm good. I, Lilith was e. Apparently, uh, was, I am off on my theology. L- Lilith was like the the original. It was weird. I, I don't get into it. <laughs> from, true blood, from true blood. Mostly because I don't know. Apparently, there's about. a lot of famous Liliths that that could be. We should. Uh, I I tried to get him for an interview. He hasn't responded because um, it's been a while since I've been in contact with him. And he's gotten a lot yeah. of publicity. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll try again, and we can ask him that question: where the hell Lilith came from? Uh, and then if I'm right, you guys owe me. Uh, Money or a BJ, and um, let's see. <laughs> Wait a second. What? Yeah, okay. I'm okay with that caveat. <laughs> 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 you said money or a BJ, so you know. Right? You have that money in your mouth when you do. <laughs> no, no, you didn't say money and. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know uh, what you actually do have to give money for, but it's uh, somewhat cheaper than most games. Your cell phone plans. We've got no, that's, 80 that's days. not cheaper at all. We, we, we've we've got eighty days. Eighty days. We're going mobile. Oh. Huh? <gasps> Come now on an adventure that will last eighty days. And that's the title of our going mobile game, uh, 80 Days. It is the uh, the story of Around the World in 80 Days, and it is by far a lot of fun. It's made by uh, made or published. I, I apologize, but Inkle, uh, you is we talked about them. Oh, it's it, both. It's developed. It's published by Inkle, but it's developed by Inkle and Cape Guy. Okay, now these are the same guys that put out Sorcery, which is a lot of fun, um, and uh, I've probably sunk a lot more hours into that game, uh, that set of games, than I should have, and uh, this game is shaping up to be just as fun. I bought it this morning uh, as I was on my way into work, and you're basically trying to circumnavigate the globe, uh, much like the, uh, is it Jules Verne? No, who wrote it? Uh, Fuck! Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know what you're talking. Um, just to just to clarify, uh, Do Freak in the chat said that Cape Guy. Um, I was right. Yeah, Cape Guy did the PC port, so not the iOS mobile version that we're talking about now, um, which is because I got the information from the Steam page, not the, not the actual <laughs> page. So that's that. But Inkle is the main developer of 80 Days. So good. Okay. So yeah, it, it's a it's a five dollar mobile game, um, and it's if you played Sorcery, it's kind of similar in mechanic uh but 
it's more of a narrative base than sorcery was. Um, a sorcery, at least for me so far, I haven't encountered uh, like any combat or anything like that. But this seems to be kind of a, a sim game uh, where you are what? just kind of managing your resources you you have a limited inventory space i would say i would say it's more it's i mean sim is part of it but i, I other than the narrative i think it's more of a a logic and uh management kind of game yeah, yeah. that's a that's a good way of describing it um this is this is by far again it's one of those those really fun just things that you want to sink your sink your teeth into sick your teeth into sink your teeth into um and it's and it's kind of open worlded in the fact that you can take any route that you desire off of the various branching paths based on your choices in conversation or the things that you've packed you know i almost got thrown off a train um i've i've missed a train and like it, it's so far, every time I've gone back into the game, it is uh, my experience has been different because I've been choosing slightly different choices. And you know, I, my current playthrough that I've got going right now, um, the the person that I'm going with is uh, Phileas Fogg, uh, is is your boss and you're his assistant that's going with him on this um he hates my guts right now like <laughs> i am scum of the world incompetent and so you're like, you're way behind this, schedule then i think <laughs> i'm way behind schedule um like all i took all i packed in my initial bag was a shirt <laughs> and like i'm arguing with everybody like the security guard that uh, or the the gatekeeper guard on the the train that's asking for tickets like i'm arguing with him and and he's like, well, you can, I'll let you do it for 80 bucks. And, and my boss, Mr. Fogg is, is like, not only will you pay it, but you'll pay him the, uh, you'll pay him extra for being an impatient bastard. And it was <laughs> like, Fuck, no, I'm not. so like, I'm, if there was an option to just like flip him off, I would go with that one. Cause I'm trying to be a dick, this <laughs> but I just paid him the bare minimum. And but, now Fogg is just like, you're an impertinent wretch. What the hell is wrong with you? They're <laughs> so, talking about, they're talking about the live action or li uh, live, um, the real time. I mean, the real time yeah. aspect to this. And it's really cool. They're talking about, I mean, it's, it's pretty unique to, to these narrative kind of games. And it is really cool, but it makes the game so freaking stressful to me. Because I'm like, I don't want to... Because me, I'm playing to, like, get there in 80 days. I'm all for it, right? So I'm yeah. just like, shit. Wait. But I need these I things. But I need these things, but I can't... But I can't... I can't waste time getting these things. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. It's, and, it's and the stressful. side trips and... Yeah, no, it's... It, th this is a very interactive, very in-depth... Excuse me. Very in-depth game. And uh, I'm I'm going to highly highly recommend it. It's mechanically simple. Um, it, it's pretty straightforward, so not a whole lot click of click the uh, things. Click the things. S click on your 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 option of choice for dialogue. You know, watch the train move and be a dick. Um, so yeah, it, give it a give it a whirl. It's five bucks on on uh, on the App Store and Google Play. Uh, Ten bucks on Steam. I've been playing it on the uh, on the Android phone, so ten yeah, bucks on Steam, and it's available on Mac and Windows as well. There you go. Um, it's gotten a lot of awards. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to oh. mention some of those awards? Throw yeah. them out. Time Game of the Year, in, uh, IGF, uh, Independent Games Festival, Excellence in Narrative this year. Uh, it was nominated for the Games BAFTAs. Um, it Ooh. won Excellence of Story in Storytelling at, I can't make out that one. 
Um, the uh, it was a Game Developers Choice Awards nominee. Uh, it was voted best of 2014 in the App Store. Uh, Mashable gave it best mobile game of 2014. The New Yorker <laughs> voted it best video uh, in the video games of 2014. Um, Damn. So yeah, these this, good is, job, this Inkle. is a good game. Inkle, I mean, you yeah, guys, to follow. I, I mean, this is like to follow up sorcery. Yeah. Right. Well, Jeez. sorcery is still a three-part game too. True. Like, so these you guys are are definitely doing well, and I definitely appreciate what you guys are doing. Absolutely. Keep it um, keep the hard work. You know what I don't appreciate? The Bad end of the show. The end of the show. I don't appreciate the end of the show, but it is necessary because, you know, otherwise we'd be here all night and all day and all night and all day and all day. Um, but let me remind you all that if you enjoy what we do, you want to help us out, we do have a Patreon. Uh, please consider being our Patreon on patreon.com slash Riot. Speaking of, I'm interrupting right here. This okay. is actually important. Um, if you are a Patreon user, uh, you have a registered account, whatever, or you're backing or you're patroning other people, um, go change your fucking password. They got a massive hack. Uh, they didn't just get this- passwords, according to them. Uh, that's not what the insider I was talking with said. Oh, um, an insider, but they, they sent an email saying that no passwords were stolen. Well, just to be safe, change your password. Oh, yeah, it doesn't hurt. Um, but anyway, so yeah, that did happen. Um, but still. Yeah, back us on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, help us out. And get to, uh, uh, and help us get to our goals and, and uh, help us help the indie game community and make a better show for all of you, uh, as well as the website and all that sort of stuff. Um, next goal is to guarantee a giveaway every single week. Yeah. And uh, now also supports the devs because we will, that's, we will pay for those giveaway games to give to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you uh, so much for your consideration. The other thing is, if you uh, can think of an indie game, if you know someone who would like to do an interview, if you uh, know any news involving indie games, anything that has to do with indie games at all, please contact us. Um, first of all, you can come to our live show every Friday, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and chat with us in the chat. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at IGR Podcast or on Facebook.com slash IGR Podcast. Uh, or you can just email us, contact at IndieGameRiot.com. Um, which you mentioned the Reddit. leads to IndieGameRiot.com being like the home hub for everything where you can find all that sort of stuff, including yeah. the Reddit. You can actually find on the website, but uh, it hasn't been updated. Well, actually, apparently it was updated today because Tech was like, let me put no, some news here. that was the admin Reddit. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. well, we... If you want to take over, the, the reason we don't do it is because it's stupid if we're doing it. We realized. Um, so if you want to take well, we over as a, as a fan. You want it? Please. Please do. <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. But anyway, uh, any last words for you guys? Uh, luckily, no more film fests, so I'll be here next week. Come now and have fun. <laughs> Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Say goodbye. Good one, guys. <laughs> See you next time, guys. Toodles. Toodles.